This is Annie Grace, and you're listening to this Naked Mind podcast, where without judgment, pain, or rules, we explore the role of alcohol in our lives and culture. This episode is sponsored by The Alcohol Experiment, a free 30-day challenge designed to interrupt your patterns, give you control, restore your health, and put you back in touch with the version of you who doesn't need alcohol to cope, relax, or enjoy life. More than 220,000 people have already tried The Alcohol Experiment for themselves and have seen improved sleep, increased happiness, reduced anxiety, and so much more. Join thousands in this inspiring, hopeful, and exciting program where you examine your beliefs and reconnect with the best version of you without ever feeling like you're missing out. Start today for free at alcoholexperiment.com. Hey, it's Annie Grace. How's everybody doing? I am answering readers' questions. So today I have a question and it is how do y'all handle friends that only want to hang out and get trashed? I've been trying to distance myself, but she just keeps begging me to hang out. We've been friends and drinking buddies for about 35 years. She knows I'm sober and I've told her that I'm just not doing that anymore, I feel like I need to cut ties. Um, so I wanna talk a little bit about this, this framework that I use to make these sort of decisions. And uh, first of all, I wanna say like, well done, even asking the question and honoring yourself and there's no black and white answer here. Like I don't have a script that says, say this and it will all get better, you know, or have this heart to heart conversation. I mean, I always believe in more communication, more transparency. But I think in relationships specifically, we need to think about our intention in the relationship as a bigger picture rather than our sort of short-term getting out of discomfort. And often when we're presented with like a, you know, uh, somebody asks us to do something that we don't want to say yes to, we act in ways that we want to get out of discomfort, which makes sense. I mean, it's human nature, but we don't necessarily act in ways that are really going to protect the long-term of the relationship. So I'm going to give a bigger framework here, and I want you to consider that maybe this friend, I mean, you said you've been friends for 35 years, right? And part of me thinks that, you know, that sort of friendship, although alcohol has been heavily involved, like there's more to it. You don't stay friends with somebody for 35 years with that. And so I don't want to necessarily sway you either way, but I want to empower you to have the difficult conversations that have the chance of salvaging the friendship. Because if right now the idea is like, look, I just need to cut ties, then you know that will happen and she'll probably feel pretty hurt or whatever and, and you'll be able to go on your way um, and you'll probably feel it too. I've had to cut ties with a few different friendships in my life, not necessarily over alcohol. A few have been, you know, they've kind of just ebbed away because of my decision to drink less, but more um, different issues. And it's been brutal. I mean, it's, it's been brutal. It's things that still literally to this day haunt me. I think about them, these people, and I wonder what they're doing. And it's not in a way that I'm like desperate to be friends again, but it's just something that I think breaking relationship in an, in a way that's just like severing is really, it's hard for humans. It really is. We think it's going to be easy, but it, it isn't. And it, it sort of haunts us. So I would, if you, if this relationship ends up breaking, I would just do it in a way that is so congruent for you. So here's, here's the framework that I'm gonna give you. And this is a little bit abstract and then maybe we can get it down to more specifics. But I wanna give you this idea that I teach about guilt versus resentment. And if you think of this, if she's coming to you and she's saying, hey, I wanna hang out, I wanna hang out and I wanna go do this. And you like have to have 
the really adult, really grown up, hey, can we go get some coffee? Not in the moment. You're going to take it out of the moment. You're going to ask her to go get some coffee. You're going to sit her down. You're going to tell her from your heart um, with maintaining connection, maintaining love, maintaining compassion that like you love her, but you're not willing to do those activities anymore. And so if she's willing to do other things, that would be great, but you just can't do that. And so that's where you are in your life and you love her so much. And it's, um, you know, been amazing and how much you value her and how much you treasure her, but just really having that hard conversation. Now, that conversation, I think, has a, a few key things. It, it has very definitive, this is what I will do, this is what I will not do. It has a lot of, you know, meeting her, like, it's hard for anyone when we change. Change is hard on a relationship. And so usually when change is most hard, it's because somebody feels like, oh my gosh, you've become too good for me, or I'm not good enough for you anymore. And this is going to break. And so it's really that conversation. I would have lots of words about how none of that is true. You just need to do what's right for you now. And none of that has to do with valuing her any less. You know, if she's, if she's sort of taken and, and matched two things together, she's matched you hanging out, drinking with your love for her, perhaps this is my, my guess. And when that happens, this conversation needs to disentangle those two things and say, us hanging out drinking is no longer available uh, in my life. That's just the decision I've made for me. It has nothing to do with you, but I love you very, very much and take those two things apart. That's really important because when those two things are meshed for her and for her, it means you don't care about me if you don't do this thing, or you don't think I'm good enough, or you think you're too good for me. You need to take whatever those beliefs are and take them apart in this conversation. So one is very clear boundaries too, is like really knowing taking apart your love for her, your compassion for her, your value of her from this thing. So this is this conversation. This conversation is going to probably produce some guilt. There's probably going to be some tears. It's probably, if it's done right, if it's out of the moment, if it's one of these, you know, really adult, like I'm going to be, you know, who I'm meant to be in this. I'm going to show up with love and compassion, show up with grace, but also show up with firmness. This is a concept called differentiation. And it means I'm going to be me. I'm going to be different. I'm going to make different decisions, but I'm going to remain connected. Usually we either, we swing the pendulum one or two ways. We do everything together and we let all of that be meshed in what it's called fused in psychology terms together. Or we say, forget it. And we cut ties because we don't know how to have this. Or it's not even that we don't know how to. I think we do know how to have this conversation. It's that it's so terrifying and we feel like we're going to feel so guilty. And you might, it might be terrifying. There might be tears. You might feel guilty. She might storm out of the room. There might be all sorts of things out of your control that happen. You maintaining your presence in love and connection and appreciation of her in that conversation and dealing with those emotions is the biggest gift you can give her and yourself. Because here's the other thing that could happen is you say yes, even once and you go and you do whatever it is and they're all getting drunk and you're not and you feel out of place or you, um, you know, just keep on with these very surface level no's or avoiding what's going to happen is you're going to start to resent her. And I will tell you from my experience and the experience of many, many people that I've worked with, resentment kills love. It is very, very difficult to genuinely love someone you resent, almost impossible. And you can think about that in your own life. When you get to really resenting someone, when you feel like they're stepping all over you, which I do feel like that's like borderline from, from what you've written in. And again, I'm just guessing because it's relatively little information. But when that happens, you don't feel love anymore. 
And then the, the conversation, the friendship, it's going to dissolve anyway, because you won't have the capacity to love her because you resent her and because those feelings have been building. And it will be one day you wake up and you're like, I don't even want to be around her. I don't even want to see her face. And so if you value her and you value your relationship, the thing to do is to have the conversation that disentangles us hanging out, drinking with me actually loving and caring for you presents a new option of these are all the things I'd love to do with you if you're willing and interested. And if you're not, that's totally okay. Either way is fine with me, but I have to let you know that I'm no longer okay being in these certain situations. It's just a decision I've made. It means nothing about you. It's all about me. I totally validate and support whatever you want to do. And these conversations, in my opinion, they're intentional to the point of being awkward. When I've had these conversations, I've scripted them and not that I read my script, but I've remembered like, these are the five things I wanna say. This is how I wanna communicate. It's not just this off the cuff thing. It is like, it's an adult, like coming, bringing it and really being present with somebody and letting them know that you love them, that you're connected with them and you are not willing to do these things. And doing that instead of just cutting ties or starting to stopping taking her calls or any of this other thing, it will leave you whole. You will know you did everything. You might feel a little guilty, but it will leave your love for her intact. Doing all the other things, you know, like just cutting ties, it could leave you broken. It could leave you like I am haunted years later where you just feel like things were left on a bad term and, and that sort of severing and cut off, it's almost like a phantom limb. It doesn't, it, it doesn't heal, it still has pain. Um, and then of course, if you do and give in to any of her sort of you know, ways that she needs you to show up or is she saying she needs you to show up, which is show up and be at these boozy events with her and, and you don't want to, you're gonna feel resentment and that will kill love. So I hope this is helpful. I know it was like a high level meta answer instead of like, here's the script, but I really think this is the way forward. And I think that this, this idea of instead of cut off, instead of fusion, and these are the psychological terms, there's a middle ground of differentiation. And what differentiation is, is being separate I am me. I feel my feelings. You are you. You feel your feelings. Both of those are okay. Both of those exist. And I am connected to you. I'm not cut off from you because I can't handle what you feel or how you want me to show up. I'm having the conversation and I'm not fused to you. I'm not going to do what you want and end up resenting you later. So I hope that's helpful. Awesome. Have a great day. Let me ask you a question. What is better than change? <laughs> Lasting change, of course. And if you've had trouble making change stick, either with alcohol or in any other area of your life, you are in for a treat. I created the 100 Days of Lasting Change to ensure that we don't just change for a moment, but we truly transform for a lifetime. And this program is so close to my heart. Thousands of people have been through it and their results are incredible. But don't take my word for it. Check it out at This Naked Mind dot com forward slash 100 days and as always rate review and subscribe to this podcast as it truly helps the message reach somebody who might need to hear it today